There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. We've been talking distance learning on the show this morning. We spoke to the team at Oliver Wyman just a few moments ago. Jeff Youssef joined us to talk to us about the lasting legacy of what we've learned from these new experiences of uh, working from home. Well, what are we going to learn from the new experiences of learning from home as well, with distance learning extended until... Unless you've heard the end of the academic year, parents, that's right, you will be needing to brush up on your algebra uh, and your Shakespeare uh, and your fractions uh, and your long multiplications, etc., 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 until the end of, what, June, I think, is when most schools are breaking up. Uh, it goes without saying that many parents want to know how they can cope with working from home and teaching their children. And if we're brutally honest... It is hard to keep your cool. Yeah, okay, the novelty value might have worn off in the first couple of days. But given the fact that this is going to continue for the next few months in terms of distance learning, I uh, hasten to add, um, how do you keep your cool? And I'm a victim of, not victim, victim's the wrong word. I am a culprit exactly of this. Last night, uh, I was asked by my eldest daughter to help out with her Shakespeare's homework, which is something that ordinarily I should have jumped at. Given Mr. The fact I have a degree in English Latin languages. Studied Shakespeare until I'm blue in the face, etc. So loved it, etc. Uh, and yet yeah, I thought, you know, and it was just because it was a long day, I'd been at work, etc. I just wanted to sit on the TV and watch Netflix. Uh, what I shouldn't have done is lost my call. Probably I did. I apologise. Public apology there on the radio to the eldest. Uh, to get some more advice on this and what to do when you lose your temper with your children, let's catch up with the CEO of Child Safe Middle East, uh, who are an organisation driven by a single goal to lead the way for child protection and child safeguarding right here in the Middle East. Mariam Asani, as their CEO, joins us live on the line. Morning, Mariam. Good morning, Tom. Thanks for having me. I hope you're well. First and foremost, let's talk about you and the organization. Uh, how are you coping with the new norms under social distancing? Well, we are all trying to adapt to the new situation and trying to see the positive in all of this. I'm sure people can also uh, relate. That is very overwhelming, the, the everything about the virus. Uh, but there are a lot of positive things that we can pick and choose out of the situation here. So what we're doing with Child Safe Me, we're doing a lot of uh, webinars now, free webinars for parents, uh, for everybody to join live to learn more about uh, what they can do to deal with this situation. Because, it's, I mean, come on, I, I have to say it's not easy. Mm. It's not easy. And we need to acknowledge that even as adults, it's overwhelming. Even adults without children, we are struggling. But we need to acknowledge where we stand in terms of our feelings, in terms of where we are in order to, to cope, to, in order to move forward. I'm so glad you are willing to be honest this morning because, you know, as much as I applaud and admire all those people going to social media and WhatsApp and talking about how lovely it is at the moment and what, how refreshing it is to be at home, I think everybody, every parent out, know, out there knows that it can be a little bit stressful. And is there anything wrong, Mariam, with admitting that? Uh, no, I think it's actually good to admit it. I mean, even adult parents, they need to talk to each other. Or if you don't have that uh, support, like network of support at home, you can speak to others about it. And similarly, children, they need to acknowledge their feelings. Hiding feelings is not a good thing. It's just using the right way to acknowledge them 
the right way to discuss them with the right person. And that would be very, very healthy rather than just hiding it and trying to act that nothing is happening. That's not going to work. <laughs> Maybe short term, but long term it's going to be more damaging. You mentioned a earlier on um, the webinars being handed out by Lighthouse Arabia, uh, which are very, very helpful. They were facilitated by Catherine uh, Frogley, um, which we heard from a little earlier on today here on the show, and we'll hear more of a little later on as well. Are resources like that are resources that parents should be tapping into to make the best of the situation with their children? And is this something that's being supported by the KHDA? Uh, yes. I mean, the KHDA, they're putting a lot of information and resources on their Instagram page, on their uh, Facebook page, and also on their website. Uh, also, if you want to check the WHO, uh, the World Health Organization, they have great resources and how to deal with the situation with your children. And also, if you visit UNICEF, for example, it would be also very helpful. But I can give you six tips if that's what you want me to do. <laughs> I can give you these six tips. <laughs> Mary, might need them. Bring them on. <laughs> so the first one, I mean, even when I talk to adults about this, I say try not to panic. I know it's, it's overwhelming, but if we panic in front of children, children will copy the feelings that you're going through. I mean, you can turn panic into a different mode. You can say, I am stressed about this. I am feeling sad about this. And this is what I will do to acknowledge rather than panicking. Panicking is not going to help anyone. It's not going to help you. It's not going to help the children. Do you agree on that? Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. The second thing is to listen, to listen, not while you are on the phone, not while you're listening to a lecture by your employer. Allocate some small time during the day just to listen to your children, see how they feel. Because sometimes while they are online as well, or they are on social media, they might hear things that actually is not true. Or it could be that uh, a source that it's not reliable. So we need to know what's going in their heads. We can't just assume always we know the best because they always have a different side of the story. So listen to them. Don't be distracted if you can help it. The third tip is to acknowledge the feelings, as we said earlier. Make sure even if they are feeling bad, you can say, yeah, I know it's a bit scary. I know it's a bit difficult not being able to see your friends, not being able to, to be in school. But this is where we are now and we need to find new techniques, new way to deal with it. And believe me, they will come up with... Uh, brilliant ideas that maybe we don't know as adults because children have their own world of their own thinking. Exactly that. And the fourth tip is to empower them. I mean, how much do we have the time to empower children or to empower each other during this time? It's, uh, we need to really talk about how we can give them responsibilities around the house and feeling that they are doing something, not just go and do your study uh, do your drawing, your puzzle, something that can make them feel part of the, uh, the solution where, where you're trying to adapt to this situation. And one more important one, Tom, is mm. to limit their access to social media and online. I mm -hmm. know everybody's going online for the e-learning, but we need to be really careful because when we talk about online safety and cyber safety, there are some people out there that they can take opportunity of this if the children are not being told what's safe and what's unsafe. Check the, uh, the setting, the parental control. Check the filter that you have on your, on, your, on your laptop or your computer. It's very important to make sure we know 
what access they have to as children, even as young adults. It's very important. Otherwise, when it's too late, then we say, oh, we didn't know because we were busy doing our own work and they were busy in the other room uh, doing their own studies. And the, the final one, it would be, it's like to be careful how you talk about the virus to the children. I heard from parents that they tell them, oh, yes, some people will die. You know, you have to use age appropriate. You need to be careful how, how you phrase your words when you speak to children. Mm. And all of this, as I say, there are, I, I, I can't go through all of it now because I don't know how much time we have. We're out of time. Yeah, we are at the time. Okay. So it, it d- depends on the age uh, range. So if we are talking to very young uh, children, okay. we need to tell them that, yes, it's like a cold and flu. Sure. You know, we, we all get cold and flu at a time. What we'll do, Mariam, if it's okay with you, because yeah. we are out of time, got to go to the news, is obviously direct everyone towards Child Safe ME. You can find them all over the internet. They've got a number of social uh, pages. And of course, we'll post the links up on our page as well. Our thanks to Mariam Asani, the CEO of Child Safe Middle East. There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.